Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, May 22nd. Today is day 44 of the Omer Count. We are quickly counting down to the Feast of Weeks, or Shavuot. This year, Shavuot, also known as Pentecost, falls on Sunday, May 28th. What is the meaning and significance of Shavuot, or Pentecost? Shavuot is considered the conclusion of the celebration of Passover, especially since the two festivals are connected by the counting of the Omer, like a daisy chain connecting them together. Passover isn't really over until we get to Shavuot. Shavuot is a 50-day count, as it is written in Deuteronomy 23, 15, and 16. And you shall count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheaf for the wave offering. It shall be seven full weeks. Until the other day after the seventh Sabbath, you shall count fifty days. The Israelites traveled forty-six days from their Passover exodus in Mount in Egypt to the desert of Sinai. Then they were instructed. In Exodus 19, verses 10 and 11, And Yahweh said to Moses, Go to the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow, that they may wash their robes and be ready for the third day. For on the third day, Yahweh will come down before all the people to Mount Sinai. We include these three days together with the 46 days, coming to 49 days. On the 50th day was the first Shavuot feast, also called Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah which is the covenant agreement. Yahweh handed over the covenant conditions, or also the constitution of his kingdom, to his people on Shavuot. But he also established his kingdom with them, as it is written in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for a possession, that you should proclaim the benefits of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Shavuot means not only that Yahweh wanted to dwell with his people, but even in them, as it is written in Exodus 25, verse 8, And they shall make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell in their midst. Think about it. It was on Shavuot that God gave the Ten Commandments on two stone tablets to the children of Israel. Sadly, they could not receive them or keep them because their hearts were made of stone. They then broke the covenant with the golden calf incident and broke God's heart. But then God makes a new covenant with the children of Israel. As it is written in Jeremiah 31, 
31-33 Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke, although I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law, my Torah, in their inward parts and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. How did the Lord fulfill this prophecy and promise? After Yeshua resurrected from the dead, he poured out his Holy Spirit to the early believers as they waited upon him in the upper room. When did the promised outpouring of the Holy Spirit come? Not just on any random day, but on Shavuot, or Pentecost, 50 days after Passover. As we get ready for Shavuot, let's ask the Holy Spirit to move the scriptures from the pages of our Bibles and put them inside of us, writing them upon our hearts. And let's ask Him for a fresh new outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shavuot, and it means Feast of Weeks. Exodus 19, 13-25 No hand shall touch him, but he shall be either stoned or shot, beast or man, he shall not live. When the ram's horn sounds a long blast, they may go up on the mountain. Moses came down from the mountain to the people and warned the people to stay pure, and they washed their clothes. And he said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not go near a woman. On the third day, as morning dawned, there was thunder and lightning and a dense cloud upon the mountain, and a very loud blast of the shofar. And all the people who were in the camp trembled. Moses led the people out of the camp toward Hashem, and they took their places at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was all in smoke, for Hashem had come down upon it in fire. The smoke rose like the smoke of a kiln, and the whole mountain trembled violently. The blare of the shofar grew louder and louder. As Moses spoke, Hashem answered him in thunder. Hashem came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain, and Hashem called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. Hashem said to Moses, Go down, warn the people not to break through to Hashem, to gaze, lest many of them perish. The Kohenim also who come near Hashem must stay pure, lest Hashem break out against them. 
But Moses said to Hashem, The people cannot come up to Mount Sinai, for you warned us, saying, Set boundaries about the mountain and sanctify it. So Hashem said to him, Go down and come back together with Aaron, but let not the Kohanim or the people break through to come up to Hashem, lest he break out against them. And Moses went down to the people and spoke to them. Second Samuel 1, 1-2, 11 After the death of Saul, David had already returned from defeating the Amalekites. David stayed two days in Ziglag. On the third day a man came from Saul's camp, with his clothes rent and earth on his head, and as he approached David he flung himself to the ground and bowed low. David said to him, Where are you coming from? And he answered, I have just escaped from the camp of Israel. What happened? asked David, Tell me. And he told him how the troops had fled the battlefield, and that, moreover, many of the troops had fallen and died, also that Saul and his son Jonathan were dead. How do you know, David asked the young man who brought him the news, that Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? The young man who brought him the news answered, I happened to be at Mount Gilboa, and I saw Saul leaning on his spear and the chariots and horsemen closing in on him. He looked around and saw me, and he called to me. When I responded at your service, he asked me, Who are you? And I told him that I was an Amalekite. And then he said to me, Stand over me and finish me off, for I am in agony and am barely alive. So I stood over him and finished him off, for I knew that he would never rise from where he was lying. Then I took the crown from his head and the armlet from his arm, and I have brought them here to my Lord. David took hold of his clothes and rent them, and so did all the men with him. They lamented, and they wept, and they fasted until evening for Saul and his son Jonathan, and for the soldiers of Hashem, and the house of Israel who had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who had brought him the news, Where are you from? He replied, I am the son of a resident alien, an Amalekite. How did you dare, David said to him, to lift your hand and kill Hashem's anointed? Thereupon David called one of the attendants and said to him, Come over and strike him. He struck him down and he died. And David said to him, Your blood be on your own head. Your own mouth testified against you when you said, I put Hashem's anointed to death. And David intoned this dirge over Saul and his son Jonathan. He ordered the Judites to be taught the Song of the Bow. It is recorded in the book of Jasher. Your glory, O Israel, lies slain on your heights. How have the mighty fallen? Tell it not in Gath. Do not proclaim it in the streets of Ashkelon, lest the daughters of the Philistine rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised exult. O hills of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain on you, or bountiful fields. For there the shield of warriors lay rejected, the shield of Saul, polished with oil no more. From the blood of slain, from the fat of warriors, the bow of Jonathan never turned back, the sword of Saul never withdrew empty. Saul and Jonathan, beloved and cherished, never parted in life or in death, 
They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. Daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you in crimson and finery, who decked your robes with jewels of gold. How have the mighty fallen in the thick of battle, Jonathan slain on your heights. I grieve for you, my brother Jonathan. You were most dear to me. Your love was wonderful to me, more than the love of women. How have the mighty fallen, the weapons of war perished. Some time afterward David inquired of Hashem, How shall I go up to one of the towns of Judah? Hashem answered, Yes. David further asked, Which one shall I go up to? And Hashem replied, To Hebron. So David went up there along with his two wives, Ahinoam of Israel and Abigail, wife of Nabal the Carmelite. David also took the men who were with him, each with his family, and they settled in the towns above Hebron. The men of Yehuda came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. David was told about the men of Jabesh-Gilead who buried Saul. So David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh-Gilead and said to them, May you be blessed of Hashem because you performed this act of faithfulness to your lord Saul and buried him. May Hashem in turn show you true faithfulness, and I too will reward you generously because you performed this act. Now take courage and be brave, men, for your lord Saul is dead, and the house of Judah have already anointed me king over them. But Abner, son of Ner, Saul's army commander, had taken Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and brought him across to Mahanaim, and made him king over Gilead, the Assyrians, Israel, Ephraim, and Benjamin, over all Israel. Ishbosheth, son of Saul, was forty years old when he became king of Israel, and he reigned two years. But the house of Judah supported David. The length of time that David reigned in Hebron over the house of Yehuda was seven years and six months. John twelve twenty to fifty. And there were certain Greeks among them, the crowds, that came up to worship at the feast. The same came therefore to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Yeshua. Philip comes and tells Andrew, and again Andrew and Philip tells Jesus. And Yeshua answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Verily, verily, I say to you, except a corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. He that loves his life shall lose it, and he that hates his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this cause came I unto this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then 
came there a voice from heaven, saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. The people, therefore, that stood by and heard it said that it thundered. Others said, An angel spoke to him. Yeshua answered and said, This voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And I, if I be lifted up among the earth, will draw all men unto me. This he said, signifying what death he should die. The people answered him, We have heard out of the law that Christ abides forever, and how do you say, You, the Son of Man, must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Yeshua said to them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walks in darkness knows not where he goes. While you have light, believe in the light, that you may be children of light. These things spoke Yeshua, and departed, and did hide himself from them. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him, that the saying of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke, Lord, who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because... Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. These things said Isaiah when he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also many believed on him, but because of the Pharisees they did not confess him lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Yeshua cried and said, He that believes on me believes not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that sees me sees him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, and that whosoever believes on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hears my words and believes not, I judge him not, for I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejects me and receives not my words has one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment which I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said to me, so I speak. Psalm 118, 19-29 Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go into them, and I will praise the Lord. This gate of the Lord into which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you, for you have heard me, and are become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. 
This is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now, I beseech you, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech you, send now prosperity. Blessed be he that comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord, which has showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will praise you. You are my God, I will exalt you. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Proverbs 15, 27 and 28 He that is greedy of gain troubles his own house, but he that hates gifts shall live. The heart of the righteous studies to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. Sign to these tribes. Live again, live again. Those who sleep, those in the grave, live again, live again.
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 